It's Monday. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .fsf. Uh, we have a small but mighty list, and we're going to jump right into it. If you do have burning comments to tell people, uh, we'll find a microphone and you can give them burning comments. But other than that, it's just four-minute sets. You'll hear a light <laughs> at three, <laughs> which is a strange thing to hear, but, you know, that's how we do it. Uh, and we're going to, it's going to be a lovely afternoon. Very excited that both Josh Katsky and Spencer Devine are in the house because later we get to go over to Silver Cloud where Spencer Devine gets to practice his headlining set that he's going to do at Cobbs. He's headlining Cobbs Comedy on December 10th. That's a Sunday. Get your tickets now. Uh, but hey, we're going to get right into it. Clap your hands together for your first comedian of the night. It's GD. <laughs> Hi friends, I asked for uh, number five, but oh, it's fine, okay? <laughs> okay, uh, no problem, as if that, that would have made a difference. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had a situation when you've stopped caring about anything and everything that's going on in your life? I, my girlfriend texted, called me, say that I don't think it's working anymore, I want to break up. Can we meet? I said, uh, can you do it on the phone? I, I'm, I don't have a problem with the breakup, but I have a problem leaving my bed. It's not that I'm sleeping. I think I'm, I just close my eyes and I keep overthinking. And two in the morning, I'm talking to my toilet paper. We both go to the same therapist. Toilet paper is the most depressed paper in all of the papers. I asked toilet paper, hey TP, why are you depressed? TP said, life is shitty. It's a very fuck all joke, but I'm not, see, I'm not caring. <laughs> I recently went back to my home, like just to visit, just in case, just to check if they still remember me. Uh, so the, so like a San Francisco to Singapore and then Singapore to uh, shit, India. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> It's too early, only one year. Stop calling India shit. It's still, you still don't have green card. Okay. Uh, when you read Singapore, you un you realize that you have arrived because you see the things that don't happen in the states, like people talking loud on the phone at airports, picking their nose, or asking when are you getting married. Um, that's Indians. I when I went to India this time. I understood why Americans don't like Indians that much. I mean, Americans have their own problems, I understand, like loneliness, depression, anxiety, imposter syndrome, drug addiction, suicidal tendencies, I understand that, but you at least, uh, <laughs> I mean, just to name a few, but uh, you guys have manners, man, I like that. Nobody is asking me, what's your annual salary? What are your plans to get married? I mean, they just stab you sometimes with a knife, but at least they have that etiquette. Uh, uh, Matthew Perry died. Uh, yeah, that was a joke, okay. Could, it, could I be any more unprepared? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Man, I have Matthew, I have Chandler bring uh, syndrome. I am 
I I make jokes when I'm uncomfortable, just trying to make them funnier. But I think uh, my lease is uh, ending in Jan 14. So if any anybody knows where to buy a tent, a uh, way to find an apartment, let me know. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, what else do I have? Yeah, so Matthew. Pe okay. Um. So when I was in India, I was chilling with my family. We were like getting drunk with me and my cousins, and all of a sudden, um, my brother said, "Man, yeah, think about getting married. You're turning thirty." Uh, I am actually not still not ready. I I mean, I'm thirty. I know that this is the age when the society expects you to settle down, but I'm not ready. Um, I'm actually ready for divorce. I'm get, I'm getting I'm becoming an American now. I'm actually okay. Last joke before I leave you guys. I'm actually <laughs> I have a major crush on this girl, but she is already married. So and she's white. Um and I also have a few friends. So I'm, I keep talking to them that dude. I really like her. Uh, I won't tell you her name because Kathy likes her privacy, but. I asked my I asked my friend uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Josh Katsky, man. I really like this uh, white girl, man. But but she's married. So Josh told me, dude, give her a few years to get divorced. Okay. Thank you very much. GD, everyone. Um, maybe a more depressed paper is suicide stationery. Uh, the the paper that people write their suicide notes on, that's probably pretty depressed paper, too. It might be the same thing. Yeah, that's true, too. If you're writing your suicide note on toilet paper, that's actually <laughs> might even be the most sad thing to do. Does it matter? Yeah, you're flushing your life down the toilet. Do whatever way you want to do it. Uh, all right, yay, GD. He's back from India. Woo! Right, clap your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Luke Moore. Yay. Huge announcement. Huge, huge, huge announcement. Ancestry.com emailed me. They changed, they updated my ethnicity. <laughs> it, they changed who I am. I used to be 4% African. I am now 5% African. Five is a, that's a big number. That, that, you know, I get to round up now. Yeah, so I'm, I'm full black. Um, you know what that means that I'm, now that I'm 5%, you know what I get to do now? When I go to the movies and there's a scary part, I get to be like, oh, hell no. That's what I get to do now. <laughs> I didn't make that up. That was in the Ancestry.com email. Ancestry.com told me that. I was like, uh, okay, Ancestry.com. <laughs> I would already, I always did that anyways, but I guess now I get to. Um, fuck mops. I don't like mopping. Mopping is stupid. I don't believe in mops. Mops are fucking gross. They're supposed to clean stuff, but they're gross. 
It's gross. What is a mop? It's just dirty spaghetti on a stick. You work at. <laughs> it's gross. It's not, it doesn't. It doesn't clean. It's not cleaning. It's a gross thing to do when you already have a gross problem. Say you work at a restaurant. Say it's an Italian restaurant. Okay. Let's say you got to clean up a mess. Let's say that the mess is throw up from a kid who ate. Let's say spaghetti. So there's dirty spaghetti on the floor already. And your manager is like, you got to clean up the dirty floor spaghetti with the dirty spaghetti stick. You got to put the dirty spaghetti stick on the dirty floor spaghetti and you got to smush it around. And that's why I don't believe in mopping. Fuck mops. Have you ever seen a mop bucket? Fuck mops. Um, I want to talk about a tough topic. But because it's a tough topic, I'm going to usher it in really smoothly, okay? Row, 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 V Wade, abortion, abortion, abortion. <laughs> abortion, 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 abortion. <laughs> That's the noise abortion makes. Um, Roe v. Wade got overturned last year. I, I'm mad about it. You know, I think that's something we need. I support a woman's right to choose. I'm saying I'm over here saying fuck SCOTUS. You know, and I might even take a step further sometimes and I say the SCOTUS can suck my scrotus. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. How about Brett? Can you suck my balls? Mm-hmm. Neil Gorsuch. How about you kneel down, Gorsuch, this dick? Mm-hmm. Who else? Anyone else? Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett. Can you, uh, Amy? Can you shove a ferret up my ass, please? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, we, we sh I think we'd be better off if we replaced the Supreme Court with real judges like Judge Judy, Judge Joe Brown, Paula Abdul, Simon Cowell. You know. Should we repeal Roe v. Wade, Randy Jackson? It's a no from me, dog. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. You know, we have a, we have a Supreme Court, a, sub, a, a Judge Jackson now. What's, what's her name? Like Takashi 69 Jackson Brown or something? All right. Bye. I'm Luke Moore. I love you. Luke Moore, everyone. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he earned that with the ancestry, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, back to GD. I forgot to let you know. There is a, if you need a tent, there's all that stuff that's in a pile in the back of the station. It's all, I'm going to throw it out in the garbage. There's, um, there's two um, digital projectors. There's some screens, if you like screens. There's a tent. There's an old there's an old typewriter from like 1952 if anybody wants it's all behind Luke out there. I just I'm I'm cleaning stuff out of the station little by little. Uh, all right, your next comedian. He's a new guy on the scene. Clap your hands together for Mario. Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Ow. All right, so I'm going to try to start off with a joke. Uh, had to sell my vacuum cleaner. It was just collecting dust. Yeah. Dating right now, right? So I thought of a cool idea. Turns out Tinder doesn't matter about your Wi-Fi connections. I went to my mobile store, and I was like, I'm not getting any matches. What's going on? It's the Wi-Fi at the house? So they told me no. Then I thought of another cool idea. I was like, you know, maybe I'm going to try a welcome app. Like... I feel like welcome maps the next thing to do because a lot of protesters out there 
I'm trying to like, you know, meet, maybe meet some like cool feminist protesting chicks, suggest my ideas, you know. I think they need to like start unionizing certain things. Like I think, you know, pipping would be a good idea if they had a union behind it. I'm kind of suggest that to them, like starting it up maybe. If I would organize it, I would make sure every female has PTO, you know. I'm just too damn nice. I can't see myself being disrespectful. Like, God damn it, Kimberly, go get it if you can, please, you know. And then, like, you know, I guess the next step after that would be selling crack. Too much of a nice guy to sell that, though. I'm always trying to give discounts. Like, damn it, you said he was going to pay me back last time, bro. All right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, dating right now. The uh, whole Tinder scene is crazy idea. It's like somebody's like, put your profile out there, swipe right, swipe left. Like, now you can just judge people left and right. Tender joke. Uh, you guys ever get stoned and just like watch movies? <laughs> and just like come, I can't do that no more because sometimes my friends are like, they worry about like, you know, they'll watch Fast and Furious and they'll be like, that's impossible. He could never jump that car, this and that. And like when I will smoke weed, I watch certain movies. I have like the totally opposite thing. I think of the most dumbest shit. Like, when I watch RoboCop and I get high, I'm thinking, like, damn. Does he ever go to HR and be like, hey, where's, where's my check going? And this schedule, what's going on here? And, like, no, it's usually, like, you know, the Fast and Furious. But, uh, yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to try to leave it at that. Thank you for my time. Appreciate it. Mutiny Radio. Woo! Yay, Mario! Giving his time back to the room like a champion. Right on. All right, your next comedian. Excited that he's here and uh, hanging around. Put your hands together for John Gallagher. Hello, guys. It's finally time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a baby. I'm gonna get a baby. I think. Yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, nobody's pregnant. Or anything. I just decided I want one. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be nice to have one. I don't really, it's not like I have anything going on for me. I just think it'd be cool to like, you know, maybe show a baby PS5. Wouldn't that be cool? Just be like, damn, what do you think? And then he's like, mm. he'd be like, all right, now it's time to go back. <laughs> just to get rid of this baby if he doesn't like PS5. I feel like, yeah, they, I don't know. I feel like we're such good consumers. I think baby, like if we can genetic engineer anything, babies should have a trial period, I feel like, right? Like a 15-day trial period, you're like, what does this kid do? And also, genetic engineering, we should make him talk right away as well. So if the uh, the baby comes out and it's like, mm, I, should, I should never be aborted, you're like, mm, okay, time to return this baby. I don't want this uh, right-to-life baby in my hands who thinks he should live no matter what. This Republican baby needs to go away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. What was the other thing? There was something else, too. Yeah, it would be yeah, showing a baby PS5 and him being bummed would would be annoying. It's like that, I think that'd be the only reason that'd be good for a baby to come into the world. You're like, you want to see the ocean? It's like, no, the ocean's on fire. It's like, look at this ocean though. It's Red Dead Redemption too. It's sweet. All right. I saw. I heard a very depressing conversation just a, a few moments ago. I heard a. <laughs> These people were just talking, and I heard one of them go, yeah, I, you know what? I miss school. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, it's like, this why this fucking city sucks, dude. <laughs> just, it's like, yeah, something about winter just reminds me of school. It's like a fucking try-hard loser. God damn. 
I oh, that is just such a. I like it when it's dark. Reminding me of studying. Oh my god, what the fuck? This person was like thirty-five. You know what I mean? It's just a, such a, a fucking bummer. I got in trouble for using. I, I got in trouble too a couple of weeks ago for using the word try hard. Somebody was being annoying and like, "What's the problem with the word try hard? What you don't like it when people they have applied themselves or try hard?" It's like, no, trying hard is just lame. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody wants to see you try. Don't try. Just be cool or good at stuff. Like that's why open mics suck. You don't want to see people practice. Ugh. Boo. Just be awesome, John. Just be funny right now. No, I'm trying. Sorry. Whoops. I fucked up. Try hard. It's like, yeah, it's cool to it's cool to exert effort, but it's like it's like a bodyguard that's like, you know, he he runs, he sprints to get assassinated by a bullet. It's like, yeah, you're doing a job, but why? Yeah, you did you did die. You're doing bodyguard stuff, but you don't need to do that. It's so unnecessary. Why, bud? Why? Um does anybody else ask themselves how every single store in the mission closes yet? The double decker Skechers store persists. Do you just like, does that blow? I've never seen a single person enter this store, and Skechers is just conquering the block while everything else around it dies. Like, yeah, fucking insulated souls. We're still going strong. I don't know. It just seems like a conspiracy to me. Hoka's, I think, took the Skechers market. I'm wearing a pair of Hoka's right now. I feel lame as shit. I'm getting married. I don't have to worry about fucking anymore. <laughs> or at least trying to fuck. You know, see, she has to. She has to have sex with me. That's what I tell her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm leaving the Hoka's on, honey. I need the, I need the support. I need the reinforcement. You ever seen a porn? Yeah, you know what? That would be awesome. You ever seen a, you've seen porn where people fuck in Timberlands, right? What about a person fucking in Hoka's? That would be kind of sick. They probably just fuck somebody through a wall because of all the, the thick heel. <laughs> I just think the gangbang, somebody's wearing hokas. That would be so funny. <laughs> um, minute. Okay, here's a character that's fun. Uh, this, is, uh, this, is my, this is my southern attorney who loves dessert, okay? All right, guys. Southern attorney who loves dessert. Let me get in my character. Uh, Your Honor, I do eclair. All right, that's it. <laughs> And that's all. Thanks, guys. Yay! Doug Gallagher, yay! I do eclair. That's funny. Uh, all right, we're moving right along. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Kavita Singh. Yay! Miss you, and the world was turned to snow and pink paper soup. Wackadoo, 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 wackadoo. All right, hello, everyone. I um all right, let me just see what I was gonna talk about. Uh, I went to I went to CVS to uh to to buy some Plan B. Uh yeah, to buy some Plan B. Yeah, I was like uh, I I asked the store associate. I was like, what's the price? I'm struggling over here. I was like, what's the price? He was like, fifty bucks. It was like fifty dollars. <laughs> At that price, I might as well just have the kid. <laughs> you know, fifty bucks my ass. <laughs> How much does a generic cost? Because I could fall down the stairs for free. <laughs> um, but yeah, he gave me one pill. And like, if you're going to give me one pill for 50 bucks, like that should better be super strength. Like, I want my uterus to become so hostile that like if a guy came inside me, his sperm would like turn back, you know? <laughs> 
Like, I think for $50, I should be able to, like, delete the kid up to three weeks after it's born, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, that's literally all I... <laughs> I don't know. I just I just think it's it's absurd, right? It's like you get Tylenol and you get a pack of like 50. You get you get a lifetime pack. You get a generational pack of Tylenol, okay? You get like 800 pills for $16 and I get this one sad ass pill for like 60 bucks. It's like does the government think that women just like hate condoms so much that we're just going to like I don't know, take plan B and then go crazy? Like I like post up at a Super Bowl party. I'm like, bitches, we're having raw dog tonight. Okay, Google Play. Oops, I did it again. It's just stupid. I don't know what. I'm going to get hooked. I like rob a plan B or something. <laughs> I'm like, put the pills in a bag. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? Um, oh, yeah. Um, okay. I thought this was weird. So I have a mouse problem. Um, and I went online to like figure out how to ethically kill this mouse. Um, side, <laughs> side note, I didn't realize that like the mouse was like a problem at first. Um, like, cause I only saw one mouse, but like, if you, if you see one mouse, there's actually like many mice, like, like, it's not like some lone wolf mouse left its family to pursue a dream of, like, selling hats. There are, like, thousands in that apartment. Um, it's, like, chilling in the wall. So I found this WikiHow article, which I thought was absurd. The first option, how to ethically kill a mouse, it was asphyxiation by CO2. Okay? Um, and below was a picture of a mouse in a tank, a hose, some tube ties, and a container of CO2. So, first of all, like, I love how this article just assumed that, like, I had a spare mouse chilling in a random tank. Like, my biggest problem was catching the mouse in the first place. Um, I think the Nazi article just, like, missed that. And then on top of that, like, yeah, I was like, how the fuck am I? Yeah, like, how am I going to get this mouse into the tank in general, like what? I'm going to have a sign that says like free charcuterie or something. Or no, it's SF. So it would be like free cheese injection site. Um, I don't know. Um, but I just thought, yeah, create a gas chamber. Sure. Let me go grab my vat of CO2, my vat of gas from my, from my like annihilation chamber that I share with my roommate and my neighbors. It just doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um, and I have one minute, so I will say one last thing, which is, what did I write over here? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, I think there should be like a no call list for like ambulances. Like if I, if I like pass out on the floor at a bar, I think you should be able to look at my driver's license and be, and see like a little ambulance symbol with an X saying like, I prefer not to ride one. Um, and yeah, people are like, oh, but there's a chance that you could die if you don't get immediate care. And I'm like, I will 100% die if I see that medical bill, um, which I think is why ambulances, uh, Uber should offer ambulance services. It would be called Uber Rescue. You know, like you on the app, you see how much you could pay up front, you know, use, use a discount promo code like dying 6969. <laughs> 
Um, you order it two minutes later, a dri- like a driver named Ahmed speeds into the sidewalk. And, and knowing him, like if he's an immigrant and he's driving an Uber, he was like a neurosurgeon in like Africa, you know, like, I don't know. He just like, he could do the procedure. It would be like five stars, fed me ice chips, played Bad Bunny and delivered my baby, you know? Okay. That's all I have to say. Thank you guys. Yay. Hey, I know what you mean. I, we have a rat that's been living in the station here and I want to ethically move him to another place. And people are like, you're stupid. Just kill him. But I want to like get a trap and trap him and then take him somewhere else. Well, he does. He lives here. So <laughs> he's, the rat has the most expensive rent in San Francisco. Uh, all right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together for Josh Katsky. Yay! Hell yeah, John, you had Sketchy right there in front of you, staring at you in the face. He didn't go for it? Come on, man. Hell yeah. We're joke workshopping on our own time here. I think you can tell how conservative an area is by what stage of life the baby is in the anti-abortion billboards. All right. I don't know. I think... <laughs> oh, I, like, I think you go, like, you go up to, like, Chico or you go up to, like, Butte County or something and you see, like, a full baby in the anti-abortion thing and then you go to somewhere that's, like, even more conservative and it's, like, a fetus and then you go to like the most conservative place. You go to like Alabama and it's just a billboard telling people not to impregnate their daughter. There we go. She's your daughter, not your date. So no, that's not even a joke, dude. That's a real fucking thing. It's crazy. This world is so shitty. It is such a horrible time to be alive. We have to go this shit. Uh, it's a bad time. But I want to do, do happy comedy. I want to do like happy jokes. So I've been trying to think about good stuff. And uh, you know how when you're doing the laundry and you're, you're, you're like doing the dryer and you pull the dryer lint thing out and then you take the lint and the lint is static. So you drag the static lint around and it takes the rest of the lint. So there's that. Can't really think of anything else, but there we are. It's a shade town to be alive. There's, there's like still hunger in the world. There's still all this stuff and we're so spoiled with everything. Like the biggest problem I've had in the last week is that my garbage disposal went out. Imagine explaining a garbage disposal to a child in a third world country. It's like, hey, so you know how sometimes you have too much food? We have a machine that eats food and fresh water, and we call it a garbage disposal. And we wonder why the rest of the world hates us. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, We have issues here too. Sure. We have issues here. We still have homelessness and stuff. I don't, I don't know what to do with homelessness. Like, I asked my old roommate what, what I should do. One of my roommates was like, don't give them money. They're just going to use it on drugs. It's like, dude, you're on acid right now. So maybe you're not the one to tell me. But, like, I, don't, I, I give about half the time. I think that's about right, right? Like, about half the time, uh, I try to be fair about it. So what I do is every time I pass a homeless person, I flip a coin. And if it comes up tails, I'm sorry, I don't have any change. Cool. That's a better joke than you gave it credit for, you pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. Trying to lose. I'm not trying to get in better shape. I'm just literally trying to lose weight. I want the gravity, the math to be less. That's all 
I do. Sometimes I try and trick my scale. I'll like, I'll like go on the scale and there's, there's too big of a number. So I'll take off all my clothes. I look down and I see that the number has gone down as I also see the proof that I'm not in better shape. That's a me being fat joke. Oh no, I'm trying. There, I just, I just, I, I put a, I put a little decimal point on my scale. That makes me happy. People call me fat. I'm like, fuck you. I'm not fat. I weigh 2.06 pounds. So, I'm doing great here. Cool. Uh, I had a, I had a, you're, you're talking. I actually used to have pet rats. That's they were named Zito and Chavez after my two favorite baseball players. I don't think they'd be happy to know that, but you know, we can. Oh yeah. Um, if you're gonna blow it, you can go for it, and I'm gonna do the joke. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a ant problem recently, which is kind of rough. Um, I think it's weird how we deal with ants and like infestations, like at an exterminator come by and he told me that he put a poison trap down and the poison trap actually doesn't kill the ant when the ant walks in. The ant takes the poison and it brings it back to its colony and then they all eat it and die. Uh, because it's not enough to kill the ant, uh, we have to frame him for murder. We go full fucking Game of Thrones red wedding on these guys just for trying to eat some discarded white claw we have in the trash. And just imagine how funny that joke would have been if I did it five years ago when that show was relevant. All right. Two quick ones. My mom is an Irish dairy farmer. My dad is a Spanish dairy farmer, which makes me half and half. Thank you very much. Please kill me. Uh, no, last family joke about my sister. My sister actually has two kids, a little girl, Denise, and a little boy, the nephew. Kill me. Josh Katsky, everyone, bringing you the puns that you love so hard. He's not a dad yet, but his jokes certainly seem it. He, I'm sure you must have. I love dad jokes. I have no problem with puns. Uh, which is why I love your next comedian so much. He's headlining Cobbs on December 10th, and it's a Sunday, and it's going to be amazing, and he's going to be doing uh, practicing a set tonight at Silver Cloud after this, but you get to see him here right now. Clap your hands together for Spencer Devine. Yay! What? What's going on with people's houses? Kavita has a mouse problem? Fucking Josh has an ant problem. I recently had a roach problem, but I found a paper clip and smoked the rest of it, so we're fine. <laughs> Thank you so much. Pun, so many puns. Uh, I'm gonna t do one or two bits that I've done before, but you know, time them out. Uh, Cause I knew I had to memorize 40 minutes of material, and I thought a better use of my time would be to clean my room and listen to Lou Bega <laughs> at full volume. Man, if you are ever having a bad day, just know that somewhere Lou Bega's having a great fucking time. Have you just every intro to his songs is just, just this, but but as a song. Hey. Uh, he's just laughing at his own. He's like, ha, ha, ha. and you're like, what are you laughing at, Lou? Just he didn't tell a joke. He's just having a good time by himself. Uh, everything we love is getting canceled. Okay? Uh, I mean, a lot of... We're just finding out that shit is terrible, is what I mean, and stuff's getting canceled. Uh, the musical Grease is getting canceled because people finally realized that teenagers say problematic things. 
Okay, it's a musical about teenagers. It's maybe in the 50s, but it's still about teenagers. Uh, if you had made the musical today, it would have just been born to finger bang, baby. Born to finger. It's like that's all it would have been, just different. Kanicki was a monster. Okay, we know that. It's just summer loving. Gave her a mint. If you put on gloves, you won't leave no prints. Why, Kanicki? Why? No one even mentioned that, Kanicki. Even, even worse, okay? Even worse than the musical Grease, though. Ancient fucking Grease. Okay, no one's been talking about them. They've just been resting on their laurel branches. Historically accurate branch. No one's been... Oh, ancient Greece was so great. They were the fathers of science, invention. They loved learning. You know what they loved more than learning? Young boys. <laughs> they loved them so much. They invented the... Thank you. They invented the... They actually invented the word for a much older man loving a much younger boy. It's called pedagogy. I know it sounds like a Pokemon... But it just, evol it just evolves into a pedophile. No surprises. <laughs> they, much older men would trade education to much poorer children in exchange, you know, in exchange for education. If you don't get what that means, it means no matter how well you did in school, uh, your teacher would always give you a D. Okay, thank you. So <laughs> uh, the, the whole of ancient Greece was just Chris Hansen's to catch a philosopher. It was... Too much. Oh, what do you got there, Aristotle? Nothing. We're just going to translate some scrolls. Then what's this fermented fig juice doing in here? That's not mine. Fucking Greece was terrible. Did you know sometimes you could just get murdered by a lion from the mountains? Let me correct. Not a mountain lion. A regular-ass lion that lived in the mountains for the view or some shit. I don't know what it was doing up there. Yes, in the musical Grease, they do call Grease Lightning a pussy wagon. And that is questionable language, John. Uh, but you know what a pussy wagon was in ancient Greece? It was a cart they brought around to pick up your body when you were murdered by a lion that came from the mountains. Did you know, oh, they were the fathers of science. Did you know there was a scientist named Syphilis? No joke. Uh, and one day Syphilis was feeling a little bit bloated. So he's like, oh, I'll bury myself up to my neck in horse shit. Dehydrate myself a little bit. And it worked so well, he couldn't dig himself out of the shit he buried himself in. I checked you guys. Kaiser will not cover that. <laughs> like ancient Greece is full of shit. Uh, they say not to go shopping when you are stoned. Uh, so I haven't been grocery shopping in like 10 years. <laughs> it's a serious problem. Uh, did you know, though, that there is different serious levels to the checkout aisles? I do aisle number one because I'm a professional. This isn't the wild west of self-checkout. There's a small feral child rolling in a pile of fun dip. Something's on fire. Check some stuff out. Don't check some stuff out. Put in Hot Pockets as bananas. No aisle numbers. No rules. Okay. <laughs> then there's the middle aisles. 
Nothing funny about those. Okay, moving on. Rile number one. This is where professionals come to shop. Ten items or less. People say, Spencer, if someone has 11 items, just be cool. Just let it go. It's no big deal. Fuck that, okay? I don't I don't even have anywhere to be. But I made a decision to be here. If you made a wrong turn out of produce, welcome to the Thunderdome, okay? I will snipe you out of line if you're not ready. Excuse me. This man has more than 10 items. I just have grapes. Yeah, grapes. How many sunflower seeds you got, homie? A thousand? Move it to two! Thank you so much. I'm Spencer Devine. Woo! Yay! Yay! Spencer Devine! Yay! And then yay! Come see him tonight at Silver Cloud and get your tickets for Cops Comedy Club on the 10th. You can also ask us for a link if you want. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together, everybody, for Darage! Yay! <laughs> Up. I don't know what happened to my hair either. It looked normal when I left. But um Yeah, no, you know, I, I know a lot of comedians they don't like talking to like audience members after the show, at least that's what I've heard from some people. I like it. People say really nice things. Sometimes they say really eye opening things, you know? Like uh this happened to me. Like uh I was at this show and there was this older white guy, he seemed like kinda drunk. He came up to me and he was like Hey, man, like, great show. You know, I really respect what you do because, like, I think stand-up is one of the hardest things someone could do as a human being. Like, I could never do something that hard. And I was like, hey, come on, man. It's, it's not that hard. Like, are you a parent? And then he was like, <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm a parent. It's like, yeah, like, being, like, raising kids is way harder than anything I do on stage. Like, I'm not, I'm not a parent. I, like, I don't have kids, but I know that. And then he was like, no, I am a parent, and what you do is harder. And I was like, wow, this dude is a horrible father. Like, dude, like, did you leave your family? Because if you didn't leave your family, I feel like I should call Child Protective Services. You're like, what the fuck? Like, all right. Um, so um, I know the next joke, but I forgot how to set it up. Okay, let me, let me try my best. I'm trying my best here. But um, here's the thing. Okay, like, celebrities, I feel like the way they spend money is, like, outrageous. Like, it just seems unreal to, like, a normal person. Like, I saw this report, um, and this uh, guy, Jordan Poole, NBA player, used to play for the Warriors. Um, apparently, he spent $100,000 on one date. And... I thought that was crazy because I was on a date recently and I spent like $100 and I felt like that was pretty extravagant. I'm not going to lie. Like I paid for like drinks, dinner, comedy show. Um, this girl texted me the next day and she was like, hey, that was really fun. You seem like a great guy, but I think we should just be friends. And then I texted her back. I was like, you know what? Like, thank you so much for being like upfront. Um, I respect your decision, but do you think you could Venmo me $50? And then she was like, what? And then I was like, I'm not going to lie. If you, don't, if you don't do that, I feel like you're kind of a shitty friend. Like you're kind of, kind of, that's not really the type of person I want in my life as a friend. 
at all. Like, um, yeah, and um, I was on the like I do try to be like an ally, like generally speaking. Um, like I was I was on a day a different day a long time ago, and um, this girl was telling me, you know, like uh, I've been struggling with anorexia since I was like a teenager, and you know, it's like a lot of these societal expectations that you know people place on women and how they should look like. I was like, geez, that's awful. I can't imagine. Anyway, we're hooking up later. And, you know, obviously I wanted to show her that as like a potential partner, I was attracted to her. So I was like, damn, you, you fucking thick for an anorexic chick. Which, in, in, uh, after further reflection, not, not a great thing to say to someone who, who's struggling with body image, but like, like I, 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 like, I was just excited in the moment. I got carried away. I'll do better next time. I'm sorry. But like, in my defense, she was kind of thick. For an anorexic chick, like, it's kind of, kind of fucking, kind of fucking thick, dude. I don't know what you guys want from me. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. Well, uh, thank you guys so much. Give it up for Pam, everybody. Siraj, everyone. I, I laugh, but I don't, and I don't know why. Uh, maybe because I'm also a thick anorexic. Um, <laughs> Uh, hey, we have one more comedian for you. Put your hands together for Kelly Evans. Thanks for staying. Um, all right. I feel like uh, I'm getting tired of everything being political now. You know, like people are lumping shit in that doesn't make sense. I had a conversation and um, uh, my friend was like, I'm a liberal man. All right. I voted for Biden. I recycle. I've just bought a bidet. Is that liberal now? Is that is a bidet liberal? What the fuck is going on? It actually is. I thought about it. It's pretty liberal. It's kind of gay, actually. And some people are like, it's not. And I'm like, it is the way I'm doing it, for sure. I think I'm in there too long is really the problem. And I don't usually poop. I'm just, you know, fuck it. It's Wednesday, you know. Let's see how high we can take this thing, pressure-wise. Um, all right, that's a nice warm-up. Uh, I, I just thinking about politics lately. Um, I feel like the real difference between like liberals and conservatives that I've noticed is uh, that uh, at one point everybody found out kind of what it takes to make this country work, which is you know like child labor overseas, you know, uh, sweatshops to make your iPhones, and uh, liberals were like, that's horrible we can't do that and then conservatives were like get those kids a juice box all right get back to work and that's basically how the that's the real big difference and even liberals are like are those jordans those are fucking sweet can i get those so people are hypocrites um you know the thing is uh things have been divided up so much now like patriotism is is conservative which I, i'm not really sure when that happened because when I grew up, everybody was patriotic. Fucking everybody, lo you'd be like, I love America. And then you'd look over and they'd be like, I love America too. And then you'd be like, man, we, everybody here is pretty white. Wow, this is, <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's true. Even the Asian people. And the thing is like, you can't be a patriot now, you know, well, I can't be, a, I can't be a patriot. You can't be a white patriot. I mean, that's a fucking hate crime. I'm pretty sure. And like you Google white patriot right now and see what happens. The FBI will show up at your house and recruit you immediately. <laughs> They'll be like, fucking get in here, brother. You know, 
the thing is, I grew up in a time when we were, you know, you were patriotic. So it's still kind of in there, you know, and it comes out at unexpected times. So I was like at an air show recently. And uh, the liberal part of me was like, I don't know why we're wasting all this money when we can't afford universal health care. And then the Jets started doing backflips and the Patriot came out. I was like, fucking take that communism, you know? I'm like, what com? There's no communism. We're not fighting the USSR anymore. What <laughs> the fuck? I'm. It's like the dumbest response I could possibly give. I just, it, and that's the thing. It's like I learned that all when I was eight. So, you know, it's just like the the patriotic side is just like the thoughts of an eight year old. I'm just these colors don't run. Like it's dumb shit like that. When clearly, like I'm intellectual enough to realize that doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, it just means indoctrination is real, you know. Uh, for instance, I don't know if you ever watched the Olympics. But whenever the whenever America wins and they play the national anthem, I tear up. I can't help it. I fucking tear up. I didn't even cry at my grandmother's funeral. Can you fucking? That's insane. Although she did have a, a shitty hundred meter dash, so you know she should learn to run faster, I guess. Um, all right, fuck it. I got one last thing I can say. Let's get away from this. I um I do wine tours. Uh, and I gave a French couple a tour recently and I'm trying to bond with them. So I'm like, oh, this winery over here, it's owned by the French champagne house, uh, Tattinger. And then the lady was like, actually is Tattinger. And I thought that was very annoying because she'd been mispronouncing words all day long, all day long. She's fucking English up real bad. She wanted to go to the beach. She's like, I can't wait to go to the bitch tomorrow. I'm like, and I played along. I was just like, ah, I love the bitch. Let's. Let's go. I don't have enough time to finish that, but thanks a lot. Have a good night. Kelly Evans, everyone. Hooray. Here, I have two jokes I'm working on. It'll be like less than three minutes, I promise. Okay. Yeah. 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 Woo. Um, and all that shit in the back. If anybody needs any, if anyone wants, there's a tent and there's, a, there's, a, there's weird tiny piano. I don't know if you weirdos want anything those things otherwise i'm putting them on the street going out tonight for garbage night um i'm kind of i've kind of been the garbage on the street lately i've been propositioned four times in the past two weeks for sex yeah that's not yeah clapping is not the thing and i think people think they're giving me some kind of compliment uh, and maybe they are because i am going through menopause and men no longer pause on me in real life unless they want to buy me for sex, so it's strange because no one wants to like date me and hang out with me, but they want to have sex with me for money, which means I'm hot, but I have a terrible personality. Right? I don't know. I, what is that? I have, I, I have one regret. The guy, he, you know, he said, are you working? And I was like, uh, uh, no. And I kind of walked away. And I just, I wish I would have asked him what I was worth because... I just need an older white man to tell me my value. Like, I just, I'm so confused. I'm 49. I'm not married. Nobody's taking care of me. I'm tired of being a strong, independent feminist. I, I want to be a dependent. That's, I know I just put feminism back 40 years, but man, I want, I want to live in Walnut Creek. I want to, someone take care of me. Uh, please help. <laughs> No, it's just saying it's, <clears throat> I'm very poor. Uh, that's fine. That's, that's a new sex working joke. Okay, here's the other one. That's, we really, I've been very concerned lately 
about stop Asian hate. You know, it's like a thing that's still happening. And but I think we really need to focus on stopping Asian on Asian hate because that's really where it's coming from. Uh, my Vietnamese friend, she called me up and she said, Pam, don't trust Chinese women. They are all snakes. And I was like, Nicole, hold on. Like only some are snakes. Some are dogs and some are oxen and some are roosters and some are rats. Only some are snakes, okay? Okay, that's all I wanted to work on. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Uh, tomorrow we're at OMG, Wednesday at Mars Bar, Thursday at Bar on Dolores, Friday here and Saturday at Atlas at two and then Sundays at now 5.30 at Barbary Coast. So note that earlier time because of the earlier punchline time and st still trying to get people in. Okay, have a good night, everybody. Go to Silver Cloud and watch Spencer. Yay!
than with the beautiful Richie Havens. Thank you. 
It's gonna blast you so high. It's gonna blast you so high. Up in the sky. Up in the sky. You can kiss your ass. You can kiss kiss your your ass. Goodbye. 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 Farewell. Farewell. Black plastic. Black history month. Mutiny Radio. Mm-hmm. 
Anchor.fm. All right. Everybody, please. Please. I'm informed that somebody somewhere is giving out some flat blue acid. It is poison. sick from it. 15. Be cool. And whoever you are, man, I'd love to find you. I hate to, be hate to belabor the point, but I will say it again in case nobody heard me the first time. There is someone giving out some flat blue acid. Poison, there are 15 people who are very ill from it. If anybody tries to give you any, you do it.
Kenning Street. And they're looking, you know, kind of like the customs guys, you know. Let me check your bags, you know. Where do you live? I'm going to see my cousin. You don't have a cousin. Your cousin said she don't know you. You know, it's that kind of thing. So, and they're really bad cats that hang in the corners, man. Because like, when I was growing guys had knives and a couple of guys had guns, you know, and they'd beat my head. They mean business. I mean, they'll beat you up. I mean, for real. They're no playing. They just say, beat them up. Whack. And you are beaten up, you know. You say to yourself, my goodness, they're beating me up. Yeah. Well, I always feared these guys, man. Because I used to hang out. I hang out with my own guys on the corner, you know. But the, when you go to see the other, the enemy, look out. Now, there's a guy I went to high school with. His name is Paul Bolden. Paul was the fastest guy in high school. He broke all the records, low hurdle records and 100-yard dash records and anything. If you ever go to Philadelphia, check out Paul Bolden in 1953, 54, 55, was really a cooker, you know, on the track. I was a high jumper, never jumped any higher than 5'10 when I was in high school. Did it consistently. Whenever the bar got to six feet, something in my mind said, you know you can't jump higher than your head. You know, and I just went, oh, yeah. you know. My fastest hundred yard dash, no matter how I run it, with the wind, without the wind, hustling all I can, 11-5, 11-5. Paul ran like a 9-5, 9-4, one day he did 9-4 with the wind behind him. And it was really so strong, he couldn't even hardly get in the blocks, just whew. You know, blew him out of there. But Paul is fast, man. All the neighbors know it. All the mothers ask for Paul to go to the store for him because they say, you know, Paul is fast. And he, and he comes right back. They'll even wait 30 minutes, you know, if he's busy because he's so fast when he brings back the right change. So we went to this party, birthday party, that a girl threw who knew Paul. She saw him run track and really fell in love with him. So I want you to come to my birthday You know, so Paul said, yeah, sure. Nice looking girl, too. You know, well, since I'm Paul's friend, they got to invite me. You know, with every good looking guy, is always an ugly guy and vice versa. You know, so I hang out and get whatever he throws away, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, they come and they cry on my shoulder. Paul, that lovely. Well, my dear, Paul is busy. <laughs> you know. So... Well, it always happens the other way. You find a good-looking chick that's always, you know, right with her, you know, just waiting around. And if you strike out with the, uh, the good-looking chick, you always talk to
So Paul said, no, man, they stay a little while, you know, they can't get in, you know. And he's dancing. So I go over, and I look, and the guy next to me. He said, 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 he said,
say a thing like that. that there is a God, man. You ain't about to catch me saying there's no God. Nowhere. No, indeed. Not with the ground shaking as much as it's doing now. <laughs> no, because when he shows, I'm going to say, yeah, I told him, guys, man. 
I told them guys you was coming, man. I knew all the time you was up right now. A lot of you atheists are gonna cop out. You watch. Oh, I was just fooling, Lord. I was just, you know, I, uh, you know, and he's gonna stand up. He's gonna be saying, yeah, yeah. What else you got? What else? Yeah, well, I was just out there, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are gonna get it, man. You better cut that out. Call on him when you're playing poker, but you won't bother him on Sunday morning. Anyway, my friend Rudy, don't forget that. He's really a Rudy guy. My wife is Catholic. I'm Methodist, which made a mixed marriage. That's what the priest told me. I said, my wife's color. He said, it's still a mixed marriage. I don't care what you say. Thank you and good night. Take care of yourself.
gone. Now I dialed 911 a long time ago. Don't you see how late they're reacting? They only come and they come when they wanna. So get the more truck and then bomb the corner. They don't care cause they stay paid anyway. They treat you like an ace that can't beat the tray. I know you stumble with no use people. If your life is on the line, then you're dead today. Late comers with the late comers stretching. That's a body bag in disguise, y'all. I'll bet ya. I call them body snatchers cause they come to fetch you with an autopsy ambulance just to dissect ya. They are the king cause they swing amputation. Lose your arms, your legs, and limbs, compilation. I can prove it to you, watch the rotation. It all adds up to a whole situation. So get up and get, get, get down. 911 is joking, yo, town. Get up and get, get, get down. Late 911 wears the late crown. Get up and get, get, get down. 911 is joking, yo, town. Get up and get, get, get down. Late 911 wears the late crown.
They're on the milk crates.